I so kind of wish I was recording both of those. Like, (laughs) so, so I said like testing, Mm -hmm. she responded. Yeah. We listened. Yeah. And my recorded voice said testing and Mm -hmm. she responded. It was incredible. (laughs) It was great. I'm not paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big day. Yeah. We got the origin of the super soaker nickname here. Marianne. What? (laughs) I don't even know if she remembers. Oh, okay. She's, yeah. What don't I remember? So. <laughs> We're diving right in. A, yeah. By the way, hi, Marianne. <laughs> hi. Marianne's here. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, I have told the story on the podcast about how you nicknamed my penis the Super Soaker. I don't uh, remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I want my mom listening to this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, she told her mom, and that was the first thing she said. Like, oh, I want to listen to it. Oh. And then right off the bat, you start with. Should Justin's I edit that? Penis. I can. I can. We can start over. Marianne. No, it's fine. Okay. All, All right. right. Uh, so staying in. So I felt like this might happen because I feel like I remember you saying that Gremlins was one of her favorite movies. Did I make that up? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I don't know if I've ever told you, but she has been telling me, like every time we watch shitty movies she's like why are you watching this shit you should watch something good like gremlins or something <laughs> uh and i i'm pretty sure i never told you that but i feel like you had to have in order for me to make that in, up I, I think probably some sort of insinuation but not that sure. exactly and then you i loved gremlins. gizmo yeah like yeah it was cute. i had a gizmo doll i had a gizmo doll when i was little and I reenacted the scene constantly where he gets his head wrapped up. So I'd constantly steal <laughs> medical tape and just wrap him like a mummy and then rip him apart to where he became hairless because I was just constantly putting tape all over him and then ripping the tape off. Mine did not have fur. It was like hard plastic. Oh, that's sad. That's not cuddly at all. Yeah. But I loved it. <laughs> yeah. You could have just used gauze. Well, that's, that's not tape. I was also like a six-year-old, and it wasn't sure. like I was going out and buying this myself. It was like, well, I guess I'm out of the white tape. I'll use duct tape <laughs> in its place <laughs> and then rip it out by handfuls of hair. See, I was more into non-destructive creative play. Like I would... Uh, play with hairbrushes? Yes, I would play with hairbrushes. <laughs> but I would take like my action figures, and I would be like, uh, you know what? I bet you... At some point in the next few days, I'm going to want to play with these. Maybe I can set up a story. How about I take a cup, fill it with water, and put one of the action figures in it, put it in the freezer, and now, like, oh, he's been frozen, and now the others have to save it. You're such a wet blanket, you planned to have fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're like, I'm not really going to have fun now, but in two days, I'm going to play. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun in a few days. What happened to those planning skills? I the. It wasn't. It was more just like, this is a fun thing to do now, and it'll pay off later. Okay. Wasn't really a plan. Yeah. <laughs> is this just going to be Marianne complains about Justin the podcast? I'm good with that. I'm let's get not into to it. Let's talk about the really hard. Let's talk about the trash. Let's talk about litter boxes. Let's <laughs> talk about. <laughs> They're her cats. All of the chores that, oh, I just hit a nerve. All right, back it up, back (laughs) it up. (laughs) Um, How was your week? What's going on? Uh, Good. I I went to the the DMV today. 
Is oh. it DMV or BMV? Tech, in Indiana, it's a BMV. Thank you. To me, it's else, the DMV. Yeah, everywhere else, it's the DMV. Is uh, Indiana the only one that it's the BMV? I have no idea, but I feel like it's not a lot. Or everywhere I've heard of it is out of Hollywood, and since Hollywood, since California is DMV, mm-hmm. that's just what I've heard. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So you went there. Uh. So. Did, I don't remember if I told the story of a few weeks ago of me getting pulled over. You did, yes. Okay, yeah. So that frightening thing happened, and I went to the BMV two weeks ago and was like, look, uh, I got pulled over. I ordered. I I was stupid. It's totally on me, but I, I bought the things online. They went to a wrong address. I can't get them. I need my tags. Then what's your old address? Yeah, because the uh, on the on the website, I I was just ordering from my phone because the policeman said you're not you're yeah. not taking that vehicle off the yeah. Par- you're the just frantically lot. clicking. Yeah, so I'm just like whatever. Pay three hundred and fifty dollars. Do it. Uh, and so didn't realize it was going to an old address. I then like five minutes later changed my address, um, but it was like once you submit it, it's done. So they eventually they went to the wrong address too many times. It got destroyed. And so I went into the BMV two weeks ago and was like, look, uh, I just got pulled over again. This is I'm, I'm taking out the time to do this now because it's ridiculous, even though I have the tags that they're not on there. I've paid for them, but they're not on there. I don't want to get pulled over anymore. <clears throat> so I tell her the whole story, and she's like, Cool, I got you. Give me ten bucks, and you you'll get it in the mail in two weeks. So it comes in the mail, and it's my registration, but no sticker. Nice. And I'm just like, fuck. That's I have like you know a bunch of copies of the registration. Mm-hmm. I have an online receipt. I don't need this thing. What I need is that damn sticker. So I went in today, and uh, told both those stories <laughs> and then she was like yeah she ordered the wrong thing we'll we'll get you squared away here and i was like well okay my driver's license expires i need to get that renewed also well i don't have a real id driver's license and so i need my birth certificate to get one i i don't have my birth certificate it i thought it was with my mom she says she doesn't have it, so I had to buy. I had to get uh, a regular ID, and I'll have to go get another real ID later once I get my birth certificate, just so I can fucking fly places. Where are you flying? I don't know. Oh, okay. Just, just in- anticipatory. So that I have that, yeah. Because you know, other places are cool too. That was remarkably similar to my my story about Mike. Credit or my uh, license? Mm-hmm. I'll tell Marianne since she hasn't heard it. Some of our listeners have it. So I went to get a. We moved, so I went to get a new ID. They took my ID, my driver's license. Mm-hmm. They gave me a temporary one, and then I realized six months later they never sent me the new permanent one. So I went there and I gave them my ID to show them who I am. Hey, I paid for this. They never sent it to me. Blah blah blah. All right, that's going to be 20 bucks. And I was like, well, I don't know if I should have to pay 20 bucks. I never got the one that I paid for. Right. Okay, that's fine. We'll take care of it. 
and I get it and I went to throw away my other one and I realized I definitely had received it and forgotten about it and that's the card that I handed them to say that I didn't get it. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I never got my license. Here's my license to show who I am. <laughs> and they didn't notice? No, they, they were right there with me. Just like, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Do, you have any, do you have any ID to verify that you're you? I have a driver's license. Here you are. <laughs> Freshly issued about six months ago. <laughs> Yeah, uh, luckily they didn't know it. I just had two copies of my driver's license, so nice. that was exciting. Yeah. Uh, I realized something that I wanted to bring up last week, and I didn't. Okay. So we talked about the death of George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Do Were you in... I don't think you were there yet. We went to elementary school together. I don't think you were there during the election of Bush Clinton. Were you there? Bush Clinton? Bush Clinton. That have been second grade was ninety two. So you weren't there. Yes, you were there. I was not there. I got there in fourth. I got into your elementary at fourth grade. Okay, so I distinctly remember that year because we held an election at the elementary school. <laughs> this sounds like in the two thousand Bush Gore um, South Park episode where they parallel it with uh, kindergarten election. Uh, so I would have been in second grade, like you said, and in my mind, I don't know politics at all. My parents aren't political, but I know George Bush is the president and my life's pretty good Mm -hmm. right now. So of course, maintain the status quo, that second grade mentality. You're eight years old. Definitely. So. so. (laughs) You you have a voice in this. (laughs) So. Well-reasoned arguments. Yes. So, so we had an election in the school, right? Mm -hmm. And it was, this is Bible Belt, conservative Indiana. Yeah. It literally, I don't remember what the number for George Bush was for the school, but it was George Bush, blah, blah, blah. I remember Clinton was four, 14, 14, and Perot was two. So it was blown out of the water. It was 300 to 14 to two, right? Yeah. So imagine my shock when the next morning I woke up and Bill Clinton had won. (laughs) I could not wrap my head around that for the longest time because I felt like the statistics were solid. Yeah. That our elementary schools should be representative of the United States. Yeah. A bunch of six to 10, 10 year olds. Yes. Um, totally are you know i think that's it's what a fair demo- uses. yeah it's a fair demographic yeah. that's what you use mm-hmm. uh so i was just shocked like <laughs> i expected Cl- i expected Cl- clinton numbers to be bigger because he went on mtv and played the saxophone yeah but i mean this is sixth grade and lower this isn't even middle school like still i don't know older siblings yeah. younger siblings think older siblings are cool and older siblings would have thought mtv was cool it's true that's true. Uh, but it was shocking, and I was amazed. Like, I expected Clinton to be out there holding up, like, the Bush wins <laughs> sign. Like, I did it! Like the Dewey thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was my George W. Bush, H.W. Bush story. You know what's better than George H.W. Bush? What's that? Gremlins. Ah. First thing we need is a synopsis. Did you know who was vice president when Gremlins was made? George H.W. Bush. Totally was. Nice. Yeah. Marianne, what's the synopsis of Gremlins? Um, don't ask me. Justin, what's the synopsis <laughs> of Gremlins? <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, Gremlins is... I can't push her around like I can the rest of our... No. Of our... <laughs> no. She will have none of that. <laughs> she, like, flips over the podcast table and storms out yeah, <laughs> angrily. She is, 
Don't ask me for no synopsi. She is the sassy white lady version of the sassy black lady. Okay, I've never heard that before. She is wearing a fantastic hat. Yeah. Have you read her t-shirt? <laughs> I have now. <laughs> uh, so it is about a mogwai named Gizmo mm-hmm. uh, and his new owner named Billy. And they have family-friendly adventures. Mm. <laughs> okay. Overall thoughts on Gremlins. That's what I thought this was. Oh, it was what you thought it was. So family friendly. Mm-hmm. I watched both of these with my kids. Yeah. I watched Gremlins when I was a child, yeah. and it terrified me. So. Yeah. Overall well, thoughts. You, your kid's favorite movie is Yoga Hosers. So yeah, that's true. With the, like, poop Nazi or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's like the 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 Kevin Smith version of Gremlins, really. Okay, sure. I mean, sure. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Overall thoughts on Gremlins, Justin? Uh, it is a one of those like classic movies that I just missed. Yeah, uh, and I think it mostly holds up. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, better better than Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which everyone was like, "Oh, that's great! You should watch it." And I was like, "Ah, this is okay." Yeah, First I, I was like, "Ah, I get it." I felt the same way. It is nice when you can watch something that you haven't seen and like not wish that you had seen it. At that time. Okay. If that made sense. Like I, when we watched House, I felt like I missed it. Like I missed the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying that this still was pretty close to being able to see through why it was great. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's 1984. So it's all claymation and puppets. They, I feel like they were very smart. Like it holds up because uh, the puppets, you never notice that they're puppets kind of. Because they're always doing something interesting. Yeah. So they're never just like, hey, look, it's look a gremlin. Good. Yeah. It's never just, hey, look, it's a gremlin, and then you can just examine it, and it just like looks like a puppet. Yeah. It is, look, it's hundreds of gremlins, and this one's smoking, this one's drinking, <laughs> this one's throwing darts at little cute gizmo. This one is flashing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the flashing one. Uh, all right, so starting off, so we, we, we don't even meet Billy or Gizmo for a solid 10 minutes, right? Right. No. I realized this, uh, so I watched these, today's Wednesday, I watched these Monday night. I realized this like this morning, our narrator isn't there for most of the movie. Mm-mm. Only the beginning and the end. Yep. Yeah. I think they probably added that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Alice in Wonderland. It's not. What? Anytime you say something beginning and end for a movie, I just think Alice in Wonderland. Not Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz. Okay. That makes more sense, equally still doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, it makes it makes way more sense, <laughs> and still none at all. No, yeah. exactly. Uh, so he is a sales, uh, uh, an inventor, and mm-hmm. like a door-to-door salesman, basically. He's like trying to get his product on shelves. Yes. So he's just going to little stores. Yes. And he hands them his card... Which is the biggest fucking business card I've ever seen. It's like a flash card. Uh, and, yeah. it's, and it's blank on one side? It's, it's, yeah. it's a three by five. He hands them a, like a three by five note card. Uh, well, he's got the world's longest business name. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> it's, it's just his last name. No. And then Industries. Okay. Well, but he's got the biggest tagline. Oh, like, yeah. We make the impossible possible and your dreams a reality. Count on us. Something yeah. along those lines. Uh, so he's going around, mm-hmm. uh, and he 
He's in Chinatown. He's Chinatown. He he wants to find a great Christmas gift for his son. Mm -hmm. And he ends up in this oddity store that I want to open a store that looks like that. (laughs) That would be a kick store ass. that looks like nothing's on nothing's for sale. Yes, exactly. You you want to open up that uh, black museum, black uh, slave museum? Yes. You want to open up that, do. but like everything's kind of for sale. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it, see, and every time there's a store that looks like that, the only thing anybody inquires about to buy, everybody's like, uh, uh-uh, can't sell that. Yeah. <laughs> I've not had a sale in twelve. <laughs> years that's the one thing that i can't sell it's like a hoarder's garage sale it's yeah. like everything's out here and you're like oh how much for this bowling ball you can't take that bully ball how did that even get out here uh i ended up at a store not like this but like the hoarders thing where it was just like this it was obviously just junk and shit that they went it was like this guy went to garage sales on the last day when mm-hmm. people are like, just take it all. I don't want to pull this back in the house. Like there was a section of doll heads. <laughs> That's It was bizarre. Cool. Just like giant containers filled with old used nuts. Like he just watched too many episodes of Storage Wars. It was like, I can do that. And Something. then it was, reality crushed him. It was not good. Um, so he, he he's in this... Uh, oddities store mm-hmm. and he's trying to sell his curiosities shit. if you might curiosities and he's trying to sell his shit to the proprietor the bathroom buddy the bathroom buddy that is a swiss army knife for the bathroom yeah the most impractical thing ever because mm-hmm. it is bigger than a brick cell phone it's just mm-hmm. a chunk of brown plastic with like a toothbrush in it yes uh, and i love it because it's true. I love the I love this thing because you know that the prop department could have made a better version of this. Oh yeah, but they made a shitty version mm-hmm. that 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 character made. Yeah, that's what's great about it is it, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. But 1984, everything just kind of looked like brown plastic or had like fake wood paneling on it. So it's kind of in style for the <laughs> for what year it was. He is the worst inventor. Uh, yeah. I feel like I, he had good ideas, but not yeah. so well good with the execution. Sure. I feel like you've he never seen idea man. You've never seen a good inventor in a movie. An inventor is always like a crazy person mm-hmm. who like gets like ninety five percent of the way there. I think anybody that's a good inventor in a movie, you don't call them an inventor. They just created something. You call them millionaire. There you go. Or they're an engineer or something. Yeah, exactly. It's true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he does find something he wants to buy there. What does he find? He finds Gizmo. Gizmo is a small rodent-like mammal? Uh, I don't know if I'd say rodent. He's like... There's bigger. there's scientists that call him a rodent in part two, I want to point out. He looks like an I.I. I don't know what that is. He looks like a... If you took an I.I. and made him into a cuddly teddy bear. He looks like if a koala bear slept with one of the those giant South Afri- South American rats. I feel like he looks kind of like a tiny Ewok with like big ears. Yeah, I think that might be your best description. He looks like if a koala and an Ewok. But his it. ears like don't have hair on them. This is an I.I. Mm. He's way cuter than that. But if you like teddy bear him, like a bear 
and a teddy bear don't look a lot alike. He looks like if an eye and a koala bear had a baby. Sure. There we go. Just Google it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, so, so he's like, "This he's is what I want. Cute. I want this." Proprietor's like, "No, can't sell him." Yeah. Oh, and he sings. He does. Yeah. Beautifully. Mm-hmm. Do you know who voices? Uh, What's his Gizmo? face? Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Mister, blow up a surgical glove himself. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Neither that was he, when he was back in the stand-up days. Like that was his big bit. He would take a surgeon's glove, put it over his head and on over just his nose, blow it up with his nose, and then it would like burst on his head. And that was like his closer <laughs> as comedy. And we were wow. entertained by this. The, it's, dude, it's the fucking eighties. <laughs> okay, I guess we all were coked out of our minds, right? I was yeah. just gonna say everybody was on coke. Yeah. So. Just cocaine and and shoulder pads running around everywhere. Hey, man, shoulder pads are back in. Are they? Yes. Big time. But like... Didn't know that. Better than they were in the 80s. Okay. (laughs) She would know. She she would know. I would. (laughs) Uh, So, luckily, the little kid uh, from uh, uh, Indiana Jones runs out. (laughs) Short round? And yes, he comes out. And he's he tells not them, the guy from Indiana Jones. He's not. He's just an, a little Asian boy wearing a hat. Uh, yes. A baseball hat. He comes out and he ends up selling him for like $200? Yeah. Like, people buy dogs for five times that amount, ten times that amount. In 1984? That, that was a steal. Yeah. It was a steal. I feel like that was a lot of money back then. For a Mogwai? I mean, you know what the going rate for a Mogwai is right me, now? Who was like two? That was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of money. <laughs> do you? Yeah, do you remember when a hundred dollars was like I'm never gonna have a hundred dollars in my life? Oh yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, if like the top prize is a thousand dollars, that's not even worth entering. <laughs> I don't want to spend my time writing my name. <laughs> yeah. You want my email address? Oh. <sighs> thousand no. dollars is not worth the spam <laughs> it's true <laughs> yeah that's true uh so so the here we learn about the three rules did you know about the three rules before you saw this uh, I, did. I i knew about i mean two of them yep which ones the, did you know the feeding after midnight and the don't get them wet okay what's the first rule no bright light no yeah, bright light that yeah. one. the sunlight will kill him yeah the, uh, except not in two. There's a yeah, except, except it does. Yeah, it will. But yeah. it. Mm-hmm. There's a fantastic. Uh, so Adam Green has a TV series called Holliston, mm-hmm. which fictional versions of himself and his friend and director Joe Lynch uh, are struggling directors trying to make movie. Okay. Uh, and one of their things that they hold near and dear to themselves is that you they will not date a woman that can't recite the three gremlin rules. <laughs> Nice. And I love that concept. Like, I feel like that would be a great way. Like, so when my wife and I get divorced, like, that's definitely going to be one of my tenants for, for who I'm going to date. It's good. Because, you know, you got to get those kids a stepmom. It's only right. It's true. Uh, my, I told my youngest that I thought Marianne was coming over today mm-hmm. and that it's Justin's girlfriend. So he mocked you and said, Ooh, Justin's got a girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, and then he was saying, my wife was my girlfriend. I explained, she's not. She's my wife. And then he started mocking me saying, Ben was my girlfriend. <laughs> and my wife loved it so much. She was so wrong. happy. She was so happy <laughs> saying that. <laughs> so happy. Um, okay. So 
we get Gizmo home. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's cuddly. He's adorable. Everybody loves him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, except for the dog. Doesn't really get along with the dog, right? Dog pisses off the neighbor bitch, right? Yes. I hate this woman. Like she, she's evil. She is evil. She's more evil than the lady from the Wizard of Oz. She is yeah, more evil he offers than her Cruella Deville. And she's like, I don't want money. I want your dog. That was a great mean old lady. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. That was that was not an audio clip, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> That was an homage. We did not pull audio from the film. Uh, and she totally is like, I want to murder your dog. Yes. Yeah. I, no, no, like, uh, you know, I'll take him and then, like, give him, take him far away, put him on a farm somewhere. Nothing. Just straight up, I want your dog because I'm going to take him to a shelter to be murdered. Yes. Because if I murdered him, it would be way worse. Let me describe how I will murder your dog. <laughs> yeah, like if anything ever happened to the dog, everybody would know oh, yeah. that it was the lady. Like she and was she'd not be good shy. with that. She's, <laughs> she's in the middle of the bank announcing yeah, her intent like to murder this animal. Yes. Horrible fr- person. And even Where watch- he has the dog, too, like under the counter mm-hmm. at the bank. <laughs> yes. It's amazing, like even watching this now, like... I have actual hatred for this woman. Like, it should be over the top, right? Like, it should be like, no person's really this bad. Yeah. But somehow they really make me ha- care and she hate this never woman. Says, Anyone who hates dogs is like an evil person. Oh, yeah. She she never once says anything not villainous. No, she's nice to her cats. But I feel like in a movie that is villainous. Okay. What, do cats all, what, are, what are villains always stroking in Bond films? Cats. Mm-hmm. People think it's cats true. are evil. There's cats an, are evil. There's a non-evil inventor. Right there. He's an inventor. He's not evil or terrible. Q? Mm-hmm. I wish I would have made you say his name, because you would not have pulled it in a million years. I think I would have. Really? I got it. Okay. It's Q. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> a good it. pull there. I told you. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's the worst. We yeah. can all agree on that, right? Roundtable? Yes. The worst. <laughs> And she drew her eyebrows above where her eyebrows were, so even worse. <laughs> okay. Uh, watching anything with Marianne is fun because uh, you you get to watch it twice. Because the first time you watch it, she has no idea what's going on because she's just looking at everything going, that's a wig, that's a wig. Look at her clothes. Like, that doesn't match. I get very distracted. That's a wig. Yeah. By, like, the costumes <laughs> and the makeup. And yes. Did if you, you know watch the- a period movie, she's gone. She has no if chance. If it's, like, really good, though, then I pay attention to the Just story, so you but- know, I couldn't figure out for a second why you're watching menstruation movies. <laughs> like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, movie. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is there's a billboard for uh, the local radio DJ mm-hmm. in the Indiana Jones font. Oh uh, yeah, like another Spielbergian nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he gets home and slams the door, and the sword falls off the wall mm-hmm. in like a wonderful piece of foreshadowing. Uh-huh. Because it's so obvious and in your face, it's basically yeah. saying something is going to happen with these swords. You just don't know when. That's yeah, exactly. Marianne and I looked at each other and were like. If something doesn't happen with this sword, this movie is terrible. Yeah. That's what we said. Yeah. And then it's so in your face that five it seconds later. More than once. Five seconds later, the dad comes home 
and it, he's putting it back out yes. too. Uh, I love that this family has to live with their dad's terrible inventions because they're a supportive and loving family. So they want to just pick the egg up and crack it, yeah, like a normal human being. Yeah. But instead, they have to try to use dad's shitty blunder. But I love that they're they're never like mad at it. Like they're never angry because of it. It's always jovial. Yes. Like his the uh, there's a later scene where they're like just talking and she's trying to make coffee with his new coffee maker mm-hmm. and it's just it's like it's coffee like coffee coffee sludge <laughs> and then she's and she just like even says i don't think we want to drink this yeah and they, they just have a laugh but, yeah. between them and it's like they that's awesome yeah that's what, exactly there's no is. malice there there's no i can't believe i have to that use your fucking invention yeah. no <laughs> that would be my reaction uh, and I do love that's a total through line through the entire movie. Mm-hmm. The entire movie is him having these shitty inventions and that they're all over his house. Like the one of the gremlins speeding forward gets killed in one of his shitty inventions, yep. you know, yeah. and it's not even about that. It's mm-hmm. just like this is what would be in the house yeah. in this family's house that would totally be there. And that's what they used at their disposal. Mm-hmm. It's great. She they basically he basically invented the cell phone. It yeah. doesn't really work, but no. <laughs> Yeah, the idea. <laughs> and they perfected the video phone in the, in the sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, carolers show up. Yeah. Uh, and later, gremlin carolers show up. Mm-hmm. But before that, carolers show up. Is that a thing anymore? How would you react in real life? You guys are at home. 7.30 p.m. You are watching a movie. Obviously, you have no pants on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no shirt. Uh, you open the door and there are carolers. Mm-hmm. How that do you react? That would not happen. In a Hallmark movie, all the time. Real life, no. That, but let's say, hypothetically, real life, it happens. You open I mean, the door. I would be like, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. But like... I'd put out pants and go out there. But I you... probably wouldn't answer the door. <laughs> but <laughs> That's like, also like, a good possibility. You'd be yeah. <laughs> obligated to stand there for at least the song, right? Right, and then it's over, and then you clap, and mm-hmm. then you're like... See you later. Thanks. Do, do I tip the them? Now? Are you no, supposed to you tip don't carolers? Tip them. I don't know. Here, here's the, the real question. They here, just here. get the joy of like you know singing you the song. Do they have the little square thing I can swipe on their phone? <laughs> here's a, here's a real question. Do you tip when you do carry out food? Yes. Carry out food? No. You don't. Oh wait, delivery, when you like go yes. and get delivery, it. Of yeah, course. delivery. Yeah, delivery. Yes. When carry you go out, and get no. it, no. Okay, I, I no, I never have, but I always. Are you a I good never, tipper or a bad tipper? I'm fine. You're fine. He's I'm cheap. fine. He's no, like ten percent. No, it's at least twenty. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, I feel like fifteen is like the base. Yeah. I'm usually I feel like I'm a, a pretty good tipper because I, I put twenty percent at like my baseline. I do fifteen. I I do the math to fifteen and then I round up from whatever that is. Yeah. Um, but like if we pick up pizza or whatever mm-hmm. anymore it's all on there so you swipe your card and it asks for the tip amount yeah but it's just it's the same software that runs i if know you're sitting there i know not. in my head i know that but still yeah. like the emotional visceral part of me is like feeling like i'm shysting somebody money i don't know where like that tip who would gets go. the tip in that case like the person who made the pizza exactly yeah. there was a there was a big deal i don't, I don't follow sports it was some sports sportsian uh i don't even know what sport but he <laughs> There was a thing. Some sportsian. They had a thing where he had spent like three, four, five hundred dollars on food, and gave like a, a five dollar tip or something like that. What? But it was carry out. Yeah. Oh. 
Well. So so people were critiquing him, and the, a bunch of other people were saying, like, it was carry out. He gave more than the average person would have or whatever. Yeah. I think it was even more. I think it was even like $20. But I feel like if I just had like money, you know, that much money, I'd probably tip everybody. (laughs) But he did. In his mind, he did. Like, yeah, like I don't think he did anything wrong. No, he didn't. But it it sucks. Any any amount of money, I think, in that situation. Did he leave any tip? Yeah, he definitely did. Well, see, that's the thing. He left a little tip. But then it was like tiny. Like, why leave such a tiny tip if you're going to I don't remember how tip? much it was. I think it would have been, uh, I think it was like $20 on a $300 thing or something like that, which is like more than anybody yeah. else would have done for carry out. Yeah. So I was going to bat for that guy who I didn't know he was. Do you get, do you ever get food delivery? <laughs> no, hardly ever. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean that's we don't really anymore, time. but like it. In that situation, we tip. Yeah, the the driver. But I definitely go like twenty percent, like for a waiter and stuff. But I feel like I go like ten to fifteen for delivery guy. I do the opposite. I go more really? for the delivery person. Really? Because like the transaction between you is just here, like he just hands you your food, and then and then they always forget your ranch. So, but, but he's actually coming to my home. Like, what could be more convenient than that? They're charging me a delivery fee for that, though. Yeah. So, like, I'm paying for food and then delivery fee, and then on top of all of that, I'm tipping the guy. We also don't do it often, so I feel like when we do, I built that in. Yeah, I mean, that could be. Anyway, uh, I don't know how we started talking about (laughs) that. It doesn't matter. Let's talk about something else now. Got it. Carolers. You were talking about tipping carolers. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Uh, Here's what I want to talk about. Okay. Before we get into Gremlins 2, I want to make sure we have this conversation. Okay. What does After Midnight mean? Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> I feel like Gremlins 2 gives you your answer, which I, is... But I, before, we even get, before we even get there, <laughs> yes. let's just have it. Let's just have the conversation. I feel like After Midnight is between the hours of midnight and 5 a.m. Okay. I was thinking 12 to 6. Uh, so we're but also, like how what time span it is, right? But also they're in they're in New York. I'm gonna say it's when Gizmo's like, no, I don't want food because he's the good one and he just knows. Touche. There's when yeah. you shouldn't That's a eat. Good that is a good answer. So, but like they're in New York. If they go to Chicago, exactly. Is it still twelve to six local time? Yeah, it's local time. Hundred hmm. percent, it's local time. So it's based on the movement of the sun. Relative I mean, to your you position on like, Earth, yeah, you are in a different. Well, it also makes Earth, so. it's got to make sense because the sun is a problematic for Mogwai and thus Gremlins, so it is related to the sun. Hmm. I mean, okay. they say it is. I don't. Really I'm know. satisfied. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get a Corey Feldman in this movie. Yeah. Oh my God, he's a little baby. Uh, he is also, I think, wears the exact same size clothes now as he yes. does in this movie, because <laughs> he's kind of chubby in this movie a little bit and he is yeah he's like super skinny now and he is he's fatter cool. as the kid yes exactly yeah billy is he's laying on his bed as the kid <laughs> you you forget the part where cory feldman spends the first three scenes we see him dressed as a christmas tree <laughs> oh yeah we didn't i didn't even know who was in there he like had an actual like real christmas tree he was like inside one yeah, or yeah. at least it looked like a real one it was crazy he basically just had a cut up christmas tree glued to him 
that. I was wondering that's, how he was even like in there. That's actually what Corey Feldman is doing right now too. Is selling <laughs> selling Christmas trees for seventeen dollars. <laughs> Did you ever watch the tooth video? Yeah, it was great, right? Did you ever watch that music video? Yes. It's the worst, best thing ever. There is, yeah. He did he on YouTube. He has the best and the worst thing both. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're both horrible for him, <laughs> <laughs> but for the viewer. Um. So Billy is laying on the bed the night that uh, he decides that he's going to give the the. We didn't talk about it. So Gizmo gets wet, mm-hmm. and then he starts popping all over Billy's, the place. Or not Billy? No, fucking Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. He spills the paint yeah. like brushes on him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he gets like splashed. Yeah. Yeah, and then he starts like seizing on the floor, and Marianne was, was very, very concerned. He looked so upset, it, like he was in pain. He's it like is writhing upsetting around. Watching, it is upsetting and watching then these, Gizmo like, in pain. Yeah. Furry ball things—they're like what are they? Tribbles? Yeah, they're like, like tribbles, tiny tribbles. Like pop out of him, like five of them. Yeah, and then they kind of unwind, and then they're like, "Woo, let me unfold," and they're like new Gizmos. Yeah. But so, they're not nice. No, they're not, they're not nice. nice at all. The night that uh, they convince, they chew a wire and they convince Billy to feed them after midnight. Mm-hmm. But you don't know they chewed the wire. True. So he's laying on his bed, like drawing, and he's got a snack and a can of Coke. And the can of Coke is laying on the bed yeah. right beside him. Remember the, that Remember those mattresses? Like the, I feel like the 80s. Were the time where they had those commercials of like the guy jumping on the bed yeah, with, the with the wine, wine glass. glass? Yeah, yeah, that was that. Yeah, they were. It was just it was product placement. It was product for both placement. Coke and those mattresses. Yes. You just didn't. You just didn't know it, man. It Your mind genius. didn't perceive it. He was. It's con- it's subliminal. He was confident with that man. Like he, yeah. I made me nervous. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, the Gizmo sleeps on the same bed. Yep, and um. The others sleep in like this little uh, box, box, and then the later they're in a drawer together. To be fair, if you're them, you're probably unhappy with this scenario, right? Let's oh, go yeah. to defense yeah, of the of, like that. of the secondary mogwai. Yeah. So there's definitely a, a class system in place yeah. here. He's the favorite. He's mm-hmm. definitely the favorite, no doubt yeah. about it. Uh, so they're going. They're like going to bed, and Gizmo looks like he's about to like yawn. Or something, and then he looks like he's having I a stroke. He was in pain, but but he it was just turns out he asleep. was just it was just tired. <laughs> that's 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 how the puppet got tired. Yeah. He looked like he was having a stroke. Yeah. I love that this is this is thirty years old, and that's the biggest critique so far you've given it. Is like they didn't nail a tired puppet. Like <laughs> they did a good job. It's pretty high praise, right? Yeah. So they metamorphose they 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 cocoon up mm-hmm. uh and at this point the dad is at wait you didn't say why they cocoon up they get the food well yeah, i guess he, okay. he said they got the fried chicken some fit after midnight yes oh yeah he gets the plate they have a plate of fried chicken legs in their yeah. refrigerator like just, a whole giant plate yeah I'm like, who keeps that in their refrigerator and it's just it uncovered even, yeah, and it's it just wasn't billy even his, covered and it's just billy and his mom too yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so the dad's like stuck at some uh, convention. Did you see all the shenanigans going on? Of course I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, let's, those let's are just, great. <laughs> so the time machine from the time machine is in the background, in the For a f- while. the first time yeah. you see him, <laughs> and then they cut back and uh, 
They're like, oh my god, it's gone. Where? <laughs> what happened? Old man fucking time traveled is what happened. Yeah. The guy like, smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy behind him uh, has on this crazy hat with it's like phones uh, attached to it's it. It's like an arm that comes out and holds the weird. phone up to his ear for mm-hmm. for him. Uh, and then they cut back, and it's Robbie the robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the man turned into a goddamn robot. <clears throat> yeah, they had fun with the stuff going on in the background. Yes, I yeah. love that, because yeah. the scene is not about the scene. No. Yeah. It is just like, we have some exposition. Here, have this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we discover what's actually inside the cocoons, mm-hmm. which is a fog machine. <laughs> <laughs> the The way we find out is a... They're learning about the heart and stuff. Oh, yeah. Were you in my health class? No. I I have this weird thing about (laughs) the heart, the lungs, like anything in the cardiovascular system. Blood. I'm fine with blood outside the body. If you cut yourself and you're just hemorrhaging blood, I'm okay with that. If you CGI into your arm and like... We're traveling through like the stuff they veins. Do on CSI. And, yeah. Yeah. Like magic school bus is I'm, your fucking nightmare scenario. Yes, yes. I like fucking pass out. In my health class. Like surgery. Mr. Hay <laughs> brought out a little model of the heart. It's plastic. And then it's in sections. And he's like holds up a section like this is the left ventricle or whatever. And I'm in the back going. Uh, uh, I, mean, I need to go get a drink of water. I'm going to fucking pass out because I don't know why just the, it is just the cardiovascular system and it's when it's inside your body. If yeah, anything outside the body, I'm kind of fine with. At least they show yeah, you a beating heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a big diagram on the wall. Like the whole scene. There's yeah, like, it's just stuff in the background. It, it was, it was awful he to get to, through. Like, look away. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the high school teacher apparently is, like does research mm-hmm. and yeah must have a doctorate i don't know mm-hmm. like this is a very smart high school teacher <laughs> because he's taking notes he's staying up until past midnight mm-hmm. at the school he's like doing tests like or something yes he's doing tests yeah. he's pulling doing blood samples yeah uh this is a very high level high school teacher mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does this suck i don't know. so as you get older too you realize like oh high school teachers some of them know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But the same like like having kids. Like my, I remember arguing with my parents like, no, my teacher said this. Mm-hmm. My parents were like, your teacher don't know shit. Yeah. And I have that argument now. But I remember when I was that age as my kids because my kids think like, this is, this is Stephen Hawking as my teacher. Yes, exactly. It turns out it's just the asshole that I went to school with. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's the asshole who was just like, fuck, I need a job. Uh... I don't know. I could become a cop or a teacher. I guess I'll become a teacher. Yeah. Or they fail the cop exam and like, well, I guess <laughs> teaching's for me. Uh, so he is our first victim. He they yeah. they yeah. hatch in this children's movie. The teacher gets killed <laughs> and stabbed horribly. in the butt with a syringe. <laughs> yeah, kind of horribly. Uh, Billy uh, comes home and realizes that they've hatched. Some shit's going down. Yeah. And we've got a total legit. He goes to the school and he's got this great legitimate jump scare 
totally legitimate where he like reaches around a cabinet and then the f- first time really you see the gremlin his claw comes up and scratches the shit out of his hand <laughs> and then he yeah. jumps up <laughs> and it's not just it literally jump- was a jump scare for her I, yes. it scared me i think i screamed mm-hmm. yeah but and then immediately like bursted out laughing but it's it's great because it's totally legitimate. This mm-hmm. isn't a cat jumping out of somewhere. No. This isn't no. a sting. This is a fucking gremlin screaming at you and clawing you. Yeah. That is a valid jump scare. And I love the movie for that. Because it does. It can be scary. Especially for a kid, it turns scary on a dime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the gremlin has hatched. Um, Billy tries to chase him around, but he gets into the vents. Uh they're super fast. Yeah, apparently. Uh, they all hatch at the house, and the mom starts dispatching with them one by one. Yeah. We're still in the school the first time we see him. Yes. Because he goes to in the nurse's office to gauze up his hand because yep. he got scratched. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, it jumps out of the cabinet. That's the first time you see the gremlin yep. in all its glory. So you got a jump scare from the hand scratching him, and then a jump mm-hmm. scare for actually seeing him. Right. So he jumps, he jumps out at you and then immediately runs away. And so, like, this movie is really good about, like, we're going to show you everything, but very quickly. It did a lot of anticipation, too. Like, it didn't show you Gizmo right away, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't show you the Gremlin right away. It's actually a very slow-paced movie. Yeah. Yeah. But very well-paced in that. Yes, absolutely. So, the mom comes downstairs, Mm -hmm. and she sees the Gremlins are taking over their fucking house, right? Yeah. Uh, I love... This is the moment that I really step back and I realize how amazing the puppeteering is because there's a gremlin sitting there eating a cookie and you can see him breathing, right? So he's kind of got this little paunchy little gut, like mm-hmm. the skinny big gut thing going on. Uh, and it's great because you can totally just see him breathing as he's screwing with her. Yeah, and they cut between um, claymation and puppetry mm-hmm. really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mom kicks some ass That's here. what I was just going to say. Yes. So she gets one in the microwave. Mm-hmm. She gets yeah. one in the blender. Yep. She just straight up stabs one to mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Billy comes home and decapitates one with the sword. Using the sword, so we yep. get our payoff there. Yep. Check off uh, sword. Uh, but yeah, so ratio right now is way in mom's favor. Yeah, she mm-hmm. definitely kicks some ass. Yep. But there's only there's there's only two left, right? Mm-hmm. There's the one in the school and there's stripe. That's it. The one with the mohawk. Uh, so he, he they chase him to uh, the YMCA. Yeah, and he's got him cornered. So, what happens next? He is an evil little fucker, and he knows his biology. Mm-hmm. So he jumps in the swimming pool. Yeah, genius. Yes, that's the one thing that I like vividly remember from watching this. Was him jumping in the pool. And My five-year-old, when he saw that, like, stuff. it was mind-blowing. Like, yeah. holy shit, he jumped in the <laughs> yeah, pool. Like it, yeah. I know the ramifications that this is going to mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They're going to take over the world. They do make it feel like, really, they just take over a bar in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yeah. they make it feel way bigger mm-hmm. than, than that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this, this is like... Um, I feel like Gremlins is is unique in that it, there's a lot of movies that the genre is like multiplying things, and so you have to kill everyone. Um, but I feel like the Gremlins twist is that you know the good guy is also one, so like you want to go all like all but one. In the original draft, it wasn't. In the original draft, uh, 
when they turned, Gizmo turned also, and he was Spike. Oh, wow. Uh, Stripe. Stripe. Sorry. Uh, so that was the thing. And well, I'm they, glad they got rid of that. Yep, yeah. yep. And I don't know if that was... They also if, killed the mom in the original one. Yep. And I don't know if it was Joe Dante or Steven Spielberg that was like, we kind of need a good one. We need somebody to to hold up. This is Chris Columbus's first movie he ever wrote, so he was very edgy. Yeah. Very edgelord. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get to the neighbor's house, played by Dick Miller, and they're like, do not go outside. Do not go outside. And his ass ends up going outside, mm-hmm. uh, which will become very important later, because his life does not go good for him after he meets <laughs> these gremlins. No. <laughs> uh so th- things start to take a turn for the little goofier here too. And this is why this movie is so great is that the the kids can be scared, but then they have fun. So yeah. like the gremlins go caroling. Yeah. Yeah. And the gremlin, one of the gremlins is wearing earmuffs, mm-hmm. but they're above his ears on his head. Mm-hmm. I don't think a gremlin can wear earmuffs. It, they were well, just trying to look got, fashionable. That's all. Where'd they get all their tiny clothes? Uh, Maybe that was in the second one though. I don't know. I think it's the no, pr- it's, it's in both. It's in both because yeah. you had the flasher, so the flasher had to. Come oh yeah, he had a little coat. tiny, tiny trench, little coat. trench coat. Yep. Yeah. There were the uh, were ones in the bar that were like the mafia, right? Yeah. There's yeah. I just, assume, cards. I just assumed they killed. Yeah, Bulges they like Trilden. created their whole little. little <laughs> they were community. off screen. They were yeah. hanging out in the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mafia children that were hanging out in the bar. They yeah. took all their things. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's solid. The little uh, mafiosos. Uh, luckily we, the, uh, the bitch gets some comeuppance. Wait, did we say how they were playing darts with Gizmo? That, yeah. Cause no. that was terrible. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Gizmo was in danger, she was very, very <laughs> upset. <laughs> uh, so the woman is in her little power lift chair oh. that takes her up, which she's Perfectly able-bodied. That's yeah. what we were Perfectly saying. Perfectly able-bodied. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but stairs, if you, if you have bad knees, stairs. If you, if you look, she had a trillion stairs. Because she's on that trip for a while. She passed a lot of paintings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and luckily, one of the gremlins was an electrical engineer. Mm-hmm. Because he was able to wire that well, thing. So they it showed shot. throughout. Fuck with your stuff. Like, so... Uh, the. That's what gremlins do. Yeah, that's so. That's like what the one guy says multiple times, they re-engineer like lights yeah. and stuff. Like they are they they engineer the shenanigans quite well. So that's what I was thinking when he gets in the VW bug, because they showed earlier that it like wasn't working. And he tried to fix it, and didn't work. Sure. That's what I thought was like up. Oh, it turns you can't drive. Gizmo fix it, and Gizmo goes and fixes mm. it. So I thought I thought oh, that they maybe. were setting up that mm, makes sense, or maybe because it was a Volkswagen, you know, they just all of a sudden will work. Uh, this is how they are. So she <laughs> flies through the fucking window, yes, across the street, and it's amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. that was great. This was, is this is after Billy has gone to the police. Yes, with, who by the <gasps> way? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Mike Airman Trout. From Breaking Bad. Gremlins has a lot of Breaking Bad. There's one main character in this one and two big ones in the next, in Gremlins 2. Uh, but yeah, uh, a young Mike Herman Trout. Very young. Yeah, she didn't cop. even recognize him. Yeah, no. Well, I was like, he looks familiar, but I 
Yeah, I'm, I never would have I'm guessed. I'm the one that's bad that with faces, and I was like, I know that somebody. Well, I knew it was You're like, who too. are you again? And she's like, I'm Mary Ann. We do this every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the cops the cops are there, and they're going uh, because the neighbor uh, has just gotten run over by his own tractor. Yep. So they're out uh, to do that, and they see her come out, and they're just like, this, this is a lot of accidents. But they still don't believe Billy. And then <laughs> Santa Claus runs out of the house covered in gremlins. Yeah. And they're just like, what, are th- what what's happening over there? It's on him. What are those things? Uh, <laughs> put your window. I don't want to be a cop anymore. <laughs> and then they slowly put the window up as Santa's <laughs> like pressing against the window trying to get to him. Yeah. Like, we'll send help. We'll send somebody. <laughs> You're the cops. You are who they're going to send. <laughs> I think I missed all of that because I was just staring at Mike, <laughs> <laughs> whatever his real name is. Yeah. Anyway. I don't remember his real name. Uh, <clears throat> so they end up at uh, the movie theater mm-hmm. and they, uh, how do they get rid of him at the movie theater? They're watching Snow White and they're yes. like addicted to it. They, they love, love Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. They're, they're super singing. into the movie. Yes. And so they go into the boiler room and let on the gas. Mm-hmm. And have an oily rag. And what? has a fuse. But luckily... Stripe got Stripe the munchies. Some, yeah, he wanted some candy. So yep. he went next door mm-hmm. to break into the candy store. Uh, so here you get Gizmond. Gizmond? <laughs> that That's his full name. Gizmo is, Gizmo is short. It is, it's yeah. his nickname. It's uh, his Ellis Island name. So Gizmo ends up in a little pink car driving around. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I, could, I had that Barbie car. All I could think about watching this was that the dog was not acting because that dog has the shit scared out of him by yes. this little yeah. fucking creature. I felt so bad for the dog. Driving around in a remote control car. That dog they, is like, not acting. Snuck up no. On a, yeah, no, that was, yeah, they scared the crap they out of that dog. They basically run over the dog twice. Yes, exactly. I should. I didn't look at the end to see if it said no animals were harmed because I don't think they could put I, that in there. I don't think there they did that in 1984. For this film. <laughs> They actually killed the dog after each uh, shot just because. Yeah. And it's they cheaper. hung him from the Christmas lights. And, like, yeah. he looked like oh, he was yeah. actually hanging from the Christmas lights. Yeah, he yeah. didn't look comfortable. There wasn't no. a harness, it was, it was just hanging from the Christmas lights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're disposable. It's cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then we get to find out exactly what happens when you expose them to light sunlight. Sunlight. You have you've skipped you over the, the best Polaroid. part of this movie. Okay. Which is the Rambo thing? Uh, which, the Rambo yeah. thing is the next movie. My apologies. Which is uh, Phoebe Cates, why she doesn't like Christmas. <laughs> the darkest. Which is the <laughs> other thing that I remembered from this film. Darkest like, from when thing I was little. <laughs> this, this, Her like, story. It's, it's like they've just had the bar scene. Like and now we're starting to go from fun to a little more terror. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And then they're just like, hold on a minute. Let's go to full heartbreak. She's like, let Let's me just... tell you why I don't like Christmas. <laughs> Let's just go down the deepest, why. darkest path we possibly can. <laughs> and it just keeps building, just building. Like, what is what's going on? Her dad, dressed up like Santa, went down the chimney, broke his neck, it got stuck in there for like a week. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, she and was like, she found out we there thought a possum was in there, <laughs> yeah. and we had the fireman come to get it out, and it was my dad. <laughs> that's the last line of the story, and that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. Yeah. It's because oh, yeah. my dead dad was in there. 
Uh, it's like Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Uh, like I was on. Like I get that it's not a completely family movie because you just threw that thing in the blender and it exploded. So okay, but what the fuck, man? What the actual fuck? Who tries to climb down a chimney? Santa. I mean, that's kind of a shtick. Besides Santa, Phoebe he's Cates magic. Dad. He can Keyword handle is it. Tried. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't succeed. Uh, uh, and then we get I mean, the best gore scene in the movie, which is him melting. Yeah. Gizmo saves the day. Yes. Gets the... Flies off. It's grabs a good thing the, he watched the, that racing movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Learned how to drive. Gets the, hits the skylight. And, yeah. He melts. Falls As into... As he's on his way to... Yeah get covered in water again yes he's trying to replicate again he's found the fountain he starts melting he falls into the fountain and they're like well that's the end of that and then he comes out like a skeleton and is like ah <laughs> fuck you as <laughs> they do yeah and it's wonderful mm-hmm. i love gremlins me too gremlins is pretty formative formulative for me uh in formative be- formative for uh what I think I'm into now. I really feel like this is a defining one. Like I saw it young enough and I was like, scary can be fun. And then it just stayed with me forever. So def- I didn't so think it was fun when I was little. <laughs> so defining that you make it special lucky episode 104. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. They so all can't be Zidarkast, bro. <laughs> uh, please no more Zidarkast. Oh, stay tuned. <sighs> Stay tuned. Catch face. <laughs> uh, anything we're missing from Gremlins? I think we can't. I mean, there's a breakdancing robot. There is a breakdancing robot. I don't oh, remember that. that. It was a toy. It falls out of the stocking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Marianne, anything we're missing from Gremlins? Not that I can think of right now. Uh, you guys want to play inter- What the Rust? Is oh, we didn't say that the guy comes and takes him back. Yeah, and then we find out what the message of the film is, and then they slap us with the moral of the story, which you can tell us what that is. Man doesn't understand nature, so he shouldn't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm going to take him and put him in a cage. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to fuck with it. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to trap it. But he's Chinese. He if, you're Chinese you yeah, if you're Chinese, you get it. If you're Chinese, you can. He do managed it. to not make any gremlin things happen. You don't know that. I know we don't. No, like, there could have been. Like this could have been like the 64th time this has happened. He could be. He could be a villain and just like keep unleashing this on small towns. Mm-hmm. And Gizmo's in on it. It's possible. Yeah. No, Gizmo is too cute to be bad. Mm. <laughs> what the Russ? What the Russ? All right. Do you want to? Do you want to play What the Russ? What is What the Russ? Well, let's give us give us a breakdown of our of our game here. What the Russ is? Uh, Russ tells us a story. And we have to figure out either... Three stories. Uh, okay. He, we have to Is figure this, out... Is like, lie to me? We have notes. We have to figure out, is. like, what his thoughts are or whatever. Um, I don't feel like you're explaining this well. Well, because it is. this is the third time we're doing it, and the first two were kind of different. Well, it's we, we figured it out on the second one, so I'm okay. giving you three different related It has a premise, stories. and then there are three things, and we have to guess which of the things is actually Russ's in his brain for reals. 
and not just he made them up. Well, this is more like what actually happened. Sure. Whatever. Let's just do it. And All right. Number one. I set up an interview this week mm-hmm. in which I was the candidate. And upon getting there, I realized how horrible of a mistake I had made. Uh, but I st- still went through the interview. Mm-hmm. And I went for the interview because I thought the pay was $100,000 more a year than what it actually was. <laughs> That's option one. Okay. <laughs> option two is uh, I did an interview where I was the interviewer this week. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I knew this person. And it wasn't until I had completed the interview and got home and got on Facebook that I confirmed that I had interviewed my cousin. And I did not know for sure that it was my cousin. <laughs> Wait, but it was in person? It. Yes. Okay. That's option two. Option three is that I accidentally interviewed someone. So I had an interview scheduled that I was going to conduct an interview. And then I saw a person and apparently it was just like, you must be the interview. Come back this way. And it wasn't until we had sat down and I had asked like my third or fourth question that they were like, I'm not here for an interview. I just. <laughs> it took them it. four questions uh, so, to say something. So that's my premise. This could, this could so be a fake three. person. I know. Okay. I'm trying to figure out. Okay. So you each get you each get one question for each scenario. And then you got to decide which one's real. So two of these are fake. One is real. Go ahead. Do I... you have any questions? Well, I had the one. It took them four questions. Uh, it was whether it was three or four. I don't know. Um, but they could have just been. They could have like, just been polite. They could have. Okay. Like oh okay. Um, just ask your question. I guess my greatest strength would would be that I'm usually pretty punctual. <laughs> I guess. All right. So that's your it's question. A weird question to ask. So that's your question. Can I about- change my question? I just gave you the answer. I don't think you could. You, you get one for each of those scenarios. It was about the same scenario. Mm, what do you? I, I feel was like... going to ask you what the, was the first. Like, what did you ask them? What's your first interview question? Uh, so, with that scenario, what I'm counting as a question is like, what was the question you... where they were like, "Hey, man, I'm not here for an interview." The the the, the question was is why did you choose to? Why do you want to work here? Okay, and that's when they that clicked to them. <clears throat> like this, this was thing. an interview. So what I'm calling questions isn't like what are your strengths. Mm-hmm. It's more like, hey, I'm glad you're you could make it. Right. It's kind of chilly out there. Just the icebreakers. Feel free to sit down. Do you need water? Yeah. Right. So those. So we got through icebreakers. So it's probably the first real question is when it it turned. Okay. Do you want to ask a question about this one or? I'm good. Is two. he like really good at just making stuff up like that? I mean, We're gonna they out. all sound. They all, last time they all sounded real. I guessed wrong. Um, last time I guessed that uh, he wasn't as stupid as I thought he was, <laughs> and it turns out the answer was he's really stupid. And so that was so that you was have fun. something in common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I've known him since the fourth grade. Yeah. So next question okay. for whichever one. I'm I'm good. I'm good with questions. Oh, you don't have any questions. You're confident. So you think you know which one it is? I think that I have no idea what it is, but I don't I don't know what I would possibly ask. But I have an I have an inkling. Okay. You got questions or we just want to choose? I don't know what it is. So take a stab. A, B, or C. One, two, or three. 
I'm going to hope that it's not the third one, but I'm going to say people around here are kind of dumb. So maybe that one. I'm sorry. This is California. <laughs> Shut up. All right. So, so C3 there, is your answer? Yeah, sure. Justin. I'm going with one. Why one? What was the first one again? The first one was he was the interviewee. Oh, he thought it was $100,000 mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Well, I mean, not not to uh, not have fun here, but I remember you saying uh, a couple weeks ago that you had interest in another job. Mm. So you could be using that you against have insider me. insider information. Be. That's not fair. Or it could have been he's using that against me. I could. Uh, but remember when I said that he was dumb. uh the correct answer is one oh (laughs) yeah of course so so, (laughs) the boring one i that's he did a full full interview thinking that it was a thing and it turns out it wasn't that thing at all i think that's pretty funny well i knew when i got there that it was like it was became very adamant or very quick to me like this isn't what I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. at all. So I had the moment, like even before I walked in, like this isn't going to be what I think. Do I bail immediately? But well, this was like a like a favor from a family member, right? This, or something? This basically, no, no, no. This is, this a is different something thing. different. Okay. So this is a different thing, but but it, it was I'd committed to going, but sure. then I get there and I'm like, this is not going to be what I think it is. But they've got all my contact information and stuff. I don't want to be a total dick. No. Uh, so yeah. So as soon as we sat down, they were like, uh, yeah, so pay's not really going to line up. Why would you want to be here? Like, (laughs) and and so I didn't want to say, actually, I thought there was a one in front of what you were offering. (laughs) That's what I want to (laughs) say. So, so I had to just. And then ultimately, like, okay, well, I think we're going to go ahead and move on to the next step. And I was like, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> I don't want to waste your time. <laughs> you know what? You know what? My people call your people. It'll be fine. It'll all work out. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my what the rust for this this episode. Like, <laughs> did you ever watch House on or the Haunting of Hill House? Yes. Did you I've, watch it a second time? No. You need to watch it again. No. Yes. Ugh. We had this whole discussion. Yeah. But he seems pretty grumpy, so. <laughs> I do. Yeah. It's, it's just that I don't think that uh, I'm not grumpy. I just don't think that that. You expected it to be something different than what it was, so you couldn't enjoy it. That's Ev- right. I remember now. Yeah. Everybody. Because I've totally had that experience with like other. I can't think of what, but with other things. And mm-hmm. then when I've gone back and watched it the second time, I enjoyed it so much more. So I think you need to give it a second chance. It's not like it's a twenty-two minute. No, it's TV not show, short. Though. It's like, but it's, there's only, it's eight only ten, episodes. Yeah, eight episodes, ten episodes. Yeah, eight it's or ten, ten I hours. Think. That's five other movies that I could watch. That's it's going to be just way better than Yoga any of those movies. Three times. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe maybe I'll do that someday. It's, so well it's done. definitely not on the. I'm not saying it's not well done. I'm just saying that the that. Uh, you're what you're missing out. Okay. I feel bad for his experience. Yeah. I don't feel like I missed much. I feel like I got it. Okay. Uh, Gremlins two. Wait, Gremlins? before Gremlins two. Oh. Did you watch the Key and Peele skit? I forgot. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, we you, didn't watch you, that. You haven't watched it. Do you want to like stop Pause. and? Okay. We're gonna watch this. 
Okay, so we watched the Key and Peel brainstorming Gremlins two. I feel like if you watch that, that summarizes our entire rest of our episode. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> you, you don't need to listen to us. Just go watch that. Yep, that's everything we're gonna say. Uh, it is insane. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You got. Let's do a quick recap. Dad's dead. Dad's Wait, dead. What? He's dad dead. Died. Yeah, the dad died. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. I thought that his parents just, he moved to New York. No, he references dad died. Oh, okay. Obviously, we weren't paying enough attention. I thought the neighbors were like, we'll tell your parents. Hi. No, I thought uh, they... Whatever. No, they said your mom something, baked yeah. a pie or something. <clears throat> dad died. Oh, okay. All right. The well, narrator then. of the first movie is dead. <laughs> cool. Uh, I like how you're like, we're going to sum this up real quick. <laughs> Point number one. Hold up. <laughs> what? Uh, Billy and Phoebe Cates move to New York, mm-hmm. and they work at the most ingenious laboratory, uh, not uh, office building ever. Yeah. It's got laboratories. It's got tours. It's got a news network. It's got uh, a full cable you station. Really, it's Trump, right? You realize yeah, that? for sure. Yeah. It's Clamp. Yes. But then you see, uh, like, the moment I saw his book, I'm like, that looks like the art of the deal. Holy fuck, Clampus Trump. He's a little bit Ted Turner in that they said they fixed, they're showing some, they're showing Casablanca and now with a happier ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, that's dig a Ted Turner. Uh, but yeah. This in, is, color. yeah. In, color, in color. Yeah. In color. This is, this is, this is uh, the anti-Wall Street, greed is good type movie because the, the bad guy of every 80s movie was... The corporate asshole. Speaking of bad guys in movies, Christopher Lee is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plays Doctor Catheter. Was that his name? <laughs> I, I didn't I, notice I, that. I'm pretty sure it's Doctor Catheter. Okay. Uh, I was just like, holy shit, that's Christopher. Like, I saw his name in the credits. I was like, holy shit, Christopher Lee's in this. And then he shows up, and then you don't see him again he, for like 50 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then he shows back up. I'm like, holy shit, I forgot Christopher Lee was in this. Yes. <laughs> because so much has happened. Oh no no no! I wrote Dad died. It's not Billy's dad. It's Gizmo's dad. Gizmo's dad. Oh, yeah. The guy that had him. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Dr. Wing. The guy with the eye. Yeah. Yeah. He died. Yeah. Not Billy's dad. Yeah. He dies. Yeah. And then Gizmo's sad. So sad. He watches Rambo for about five seconds. Yeah. And that comes into play later. It sure does. And both movies start off with Billy walking past a Burger King, both Hmm. in New York and his tiny little town. Hmm. Both of them. All right, then. Burger King. Uh, so he dies. So they're like, cool. He was the only holdout. So cool. We're going to tear this down. Gizmo's still inside. What does he do? He runs outside into the sunlight and everything's fine. Yeah. I think maybe it was overcast. Yeah. There, so was, there was some clouds for sure. Maybe because it looked like he was in the shade, but... He was, he definitely, was definitely in the sun daytime. by that garbage can mm. when he got picked up by a twin. <laughs> a twin. <laughs> uh, and that's the guys that call him a rodent. So that's where I got that it was a rodent. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention in the second one very much. It was boring. I didn't like it. Uh, Billy? <laughs> boring? I thought I it was boring. <laughs> she was on her phone like the whole like boring. second half of the movie. Boring. She checked huh? out. It did not pull me in. Boring. Yeah. I did not care wow. about anyone. Boring. Could say a lot of things. I don't know if boring could be one of them. <laughs> to me, uh, it was so ridiculous that it was boring. Uh, so there's <laughs> communal showers here as well. Okay. See, or I something. didn't even notice those. Yeah. 
uh, because Billy goes in to get Phoebe Cates and there's a woman at her locker just wearing a towel like she just got out of the bathroom, but he's mm-hmm. apparently allowed in there. So they're yeah, very progressive. Really there, it's all like modern, super, super modern. Yeah. I, f- I feel like, like ahead of the time, like a corporate locker room type situation was like big. I feel like it's coming back. Um, but that was, I feel like that was a big thing in the 80s. Because, yeah, you had the big office building with all the amenities. His girlfriend, though, looked in this movie, looked like she was 12. Yeah. She got younger she, yeah. in the, in the <laughs> intervening six years. Her hair was short and she had a little headband in. She, yeah, like that's what I... Yeah. She was Phoebe Cates, the Japanese schoolgirl. Justin at one point thought she, you, she was wearing a microphone because her hair was like... <laughs> yeah. Like she was giving the flipped. tour, and I thought she was wearing like that, like oh, Britney yeah. Spears microphone. Yeah, but thing. she's got it just. But it's just her it. hair, like the bob of it. Yes. Um. So he Gizmo gets captured and taken to Clamp Industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy ends up finding him. Yeah. Inside and rescues slash steals him. He finds out he's in the lab from the delivery guy. <laughs> Who is Tuco from Breaking Bad? Yes, I recognize right him oh, right yeah. away. I and was I, like, "That's Tuco." And I don't, I don't know, how. know how she saw him because this, 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 he's like they twelve. Barely in this movie. yeah, yeah. And somehow she's like, "That's him." Mm-hmm. But he was like humming or whatever the same song that Gizmo sings. Yes. Uh, so Gizmo is told in no uncertain terms, "Do not get out of this drawer, you little mogwai fuck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what does he do? He immediately makes a little ladder for himself out of paper, paper clips. clips. Mm-hmm. He's and smart. Like my five-year-old is like, Gizmo, you need to listen to your dad. <laughs> like, he's making <laughs> bad choices right now. And uh, it doesn't work out for him. No. Because immediately he gets wet mm-hmm. and ends up stuck in a vent by the mean new Mogwai. Yeah. Mohawk? Oh, yeah. Yes. And this is the one that they talk in the sketch. They each have their own personalities. So and like, they all look different. I, I don't think this is necessarily a terrible idea. But like if you're going to have personality gremlins, I don't feel like you can do like the big mass thing. Sure. You have to focus in on those. Like these are our these are our villains for the rest of the piece, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, I think you had a core ensemble and then it turns into a big group. Sure, that's what it does, but I feel like you lose that because they lose their identity because now there are hundreds of them. And you're just like, okay, there's the lady one, there's the one with glasses, and then everyone else just looks the same. Sure. I don't, I don't know. There was the that same. crazy looking one. The one made out of vegetables? No, I don't even remember <laughs> the vegetable, vegetable one. <laughs> but there's the one that has like the crazy eyes and the teeth, and he just looked Those like really stupid. Ones. There's Bucktooth yeah. and Crazy. Oh my eyes. God. Well, yeah. to me, they're the same one. Whichever one was playing the video game, like he looked really dumb. Yeah. Uh, can we take a moment to think about these movies from Gizmo's perspective? Okay. So you you said already said he was hanging in the first one and being thrown darts at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's keeps getting what looks to be an incredibly traumatic physical event happening to him, right? Yeah. It's happened yes. at least twice in his life. Mm-hmm. Very serious. Now he's trapped in a vent. His father and caretaker died and he was forced on the street as the roof is collapsing on him. Like, this is some crazy shit. Like, he's a yeah. tough little dude. He needs psychiatric help after this, right? Like, <laughs> probably Gremlins Three. He's, is he's got just, a little bit of the tiny PTSD. He's got to. 
it's the cutest PTSD. Yeah. But he definitely has PTSD. Maybe that's like, like the face when he goes to sleep. That's like his PTSD face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is his flashback face. Yeah. He's like, oh, flashbacks. Like, yeah. you'll just be talking to him and then you start staring off into the distance. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the cutest little Vietnam montage plays. Uh,. This movie does a great job of, of continuing like the little side gags, but instead of them, so they continue the, the, the ones that are making jokes in the forefront. Like they're a group of mimes gets arrested. Yeah. yeah. This movie is unabashedly ridiculous. It is. It is yes. fucking ridiculous. Like the moment the mimes popped out, that's when I was like. I know what this movie is, and I'm on board. This yeah. is stupid. I was just stupid. like, what's happening? <laughs> Why movie? are there mimes? <laughs> because mimes are always funny. <sighs> there were so many of them. Uh, <laughs> they just stream out of the paddy wagon, and I was like, that's a psych... Like, that took effort. They had to get a bunch of people who could do the moves and then put them in face paint, <clears throat> put them in the back of that paddy wagon... To be in the background yes. of, of a walk and talk. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, they were in the foreground. Okay. They were in the, the <laughs> foreground leading into the background. Sure. Streaming from the foreground to the background. Uh, but yeah. So like I, that's when I, you figure out what this movie is. Yes. And I was on board, and I think that's when Marianne was no longer on board. <laughs> so my favorite part, there, there's two moments in this movie that really sealed the deal for me, like it gets that it's making a sequel is people are having the conversation. Yeah. The, the two security uh, video guys are having the conversation about what's it mean after midnight? What yeah. if there's different oh, times? Yeah. Billy, Billy tells like, them and they're all like, what if he crosses the international date yes. line and all this stuff? And I'm all just the like, questions that people had yes. from the first one. And it was great because this is arguably the most horrific and legitimate scary thing in the two movies happens right after this, when it jumps out from inside the thing and eats his throat and chest. Yeah, they literally uh, attack in person form all the criticisms of the first movie. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> this movie, like, uh, there are big, large portions of it that are devoted to just, like, revenge against the enemies of the first movie. Yeah. I mean, like, Leonard Malton is holding up a VHS, <laughs> which the Gremlins movie exists in this yes, universe. Exactly. That's how you know, like, it's stupid. <laughs> The movie Gremlins exists, and he's. Just, I I wanted to look. I did forgot to look up. I wanted to look up if he actually panned the first movie. Uh, That'd be great if that was actually his review. Yeah, and so like he holds it up, and he's like, "This is garbage. Who wants to see this?" And then the Gremlins eat him. Uh, Phoebe Cates starts to have a dialogue where she goes dark, and she That's actually the best starts, part. She actually starts like looking off into yes, the distance because somebody says uh, Lincoln or something. Oh, President's like, Day! I remember one President's Day. <laughs> a man. That's he was wearing a hat and a scarf, and he kind of looked like Lincoln. Yeah. And that's that's enough. Yeah, Billy's like, we don't we don't have time for this. Stop talking. We gotta go. <laughs> that's because in the first one, she's like, no one cares when you don't like President's Day, but when you don't like Christmas. Blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, but it's it's fantastic because they're completely referencing mm-hmm. the first one with that, yep. and it's done so well. Yeah. Um, so gremlins, the- gremlins happens. Uh, they they get into the lab, and the lab is full of just random genetic pseudoscience and there's there is a test tube with a picture of a brain on it yeah everything (laughs) is labeled with pictures so you know what it is yeah so he takes he takes a drink and becomes tony randall like it doesn't tell you what it does though yeah 
I mean, it's self-explanatory. What would you expect if you drank something with a lightning bolt? You're going to turn into lightning. <clears throat> I yeah. guess. Uh, don't embarrass yourself. I, yeah. <laughs> Not just you're going to have lightning powers. You're going to become lightning. Uh, and then get trapped in a video phone on hold. There's a transgender potion. <laughs> like, is that what? what it was? It was like it had like it didn't have like the male symbol and the female symbol together. I didn't see. Yeah, I, and that's was that one, one that created. Is that how the, we get yes. the woman, the girl mm-hmm. one? Lula I don't think it's a girl one. It gives her very yeah. plump lips. I don't, I don't think, think there are girl, girl ones. One. Nope, it's not a girl one. Okay, so it's a dude. It's trans. Yeah. Uh. Sorry. And it's a love story because Mm -hmm. she ultimately does find love. Yeah. Uh, I think that I started talking and I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, my favorite moment there. One of the gremlins, when they're starting to run run amok in the lab, he picks up a beaker and it says acid. Do not throw in face. And then he just throws it in the face of another gremlin. (laughs) And the gremlin's like, ah, and then holds up. Immediately holds up the Phantom of the Opera mask. Yeah. It's a living. (laughs) He's on the Flintstones. Uh, We do get uh, Hawk Hogan as well. Mm hmm. So yeah, everything's He's running amok. He's not Billy, in the movie though, technically. Billy is just like uh, runs up to Christopher Lee and is like, "Tell like how many are there? Tell me everything about them." And then the movie just kind of like goes like it burns and it burns away. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, they we the get gremlins were inserting pornography. Is what this was. It was like 1930s pornography. Yeah. Into this, and then Hulk Hogan is. In the theater watching Gremlins 2. Yeah. A woman comes out saying, this isn't nearly as good as the first one. <laughs> and then, uh, the, yeah. So he's like, I know how to do, there's Gremlins, I know how to deal with this. And he goes and, like, we follow him as he walks down the theater. He walks down, he taps Hulk Hogan on the shoulder. And he's like, can you do something about this? And Hulk Hogan was like, let me talk to your brother. All the gremlins, <laughs> gremlin brothers out there. You got you to knock that off. And he rips his shirt. He's like, what do you think when the the gremster versus the hulkster? He rips his shirt. And I, the guy was like, thank you. And he sits down and the movie starts again. Yeah. There was a clip years ago that I saw where Hulk Hogan like hadn't pre-cut his shirt so he couldn't rip it. <laughs> <laughs> so he just took it off angrily and threw it down. <laughs> he was like, "Ah, it's not hot." <laughs> uh, the we didn't talk about Dick Miller comes back, so the neighbor who has who the yeah movie. they got run over by a tractor. It's not, there's a, and then they talk about it on the news. They say there's like a freak accident or whatever. Yeah, they totally got crushed. But apparently they were fine. Uh, but yeah, he definitely did. has PTSD. Oh yeah, <laughs> like he's seeing <laughs> gremlins everywhere. And then the fucking gargoyle gremlin like comes flying at him. Mm-hmm. Like that would be what are the odds that he's the, in the, New but York? But that's the moment where he's like, "I'm not crazy. This is actually <laughs> happening." But half the people on the sidewalk like just walk by. They don't even notice anything is happening. Well, it's because it was added in post. Exclamation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is it's New called York, so acting. nobody pays attention. That's I normal. know. I that's guess, normal. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's one of those uh, bad things again. So we just end up with uh, hundreds of By crazy... By the way, I feel like I just did a, like a Boston, Rhode Island accent for, as my New York accent. Well, at least you had that cigar in your it's mouth. Quality, you were yeah. chomping on it. Mashy, mash. I feel like you sound like Peter or something. Yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a little Peter-esque. Yeah. It was. 
Uh, so <clears throat> crazy ass gremlins doing crazy ass shit, right? Yeah. Yes. That's kind of the short version. They sing yes. New York, New York, while <laughs> the one that Long can talk, Duck, while Long Duck Dong and <laughs> is uh, the photographer Grandpa from uh, the Munsters. Yes. That was not the Grandpa from the Munsters. I know, but he was dressed up like the Grandpa from the Munsters. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> you thought it was the guy. Like I thought from it was that. the guy. I was but like, no, that's the guy from what Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, and something else. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. Mr. Doubtfire. Lundy. It was Mr. Lundy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I love Gremlins too. It's uh, great. So fun. Yeah, you it is absurd. It's the it's great for for my five year old who wants spooky, but it's goofy at the same time. Here, okay. Here is the culmination of the movie. What's the one thing that when they have a big sea of gremlins, they shouldn't do? Uh, put water on them. Put out a get out a fucking fire hose. Yeah, yeah. And douse them all. Yep. Yeah, I didn't understand why they were doing that. Yeah, I did, because they had a call on hold, and they take that call off of hold. Yes, they do. And it saves oh, yeah. the day. <laughs> it's because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> it's a good thing that guy came up with the electricity gremlin in the mm-hmm. in the brainstorming session, yeah. huh? Uh, how was Billy confident that electricity would be bad for them? Because like, he watched the thing shock another gremlin. It turns into pure electricity, and then it shocks a couple gremlins. Did he see a gremlin get shocked? I have no idea what he saw. Okay, I was like, I don't remember that, but but I based don't on care. based on the biology of Mogwai and gremlins, mm-hmm. isn't it totally possible if they get electricity, they grow f- five stories tall? But it's what really- doesn't die from electricity? The electricity gremlin. It's true. Also, what Unless happened to the electricity gremlin? Unless you're made out of electricity. What? What happened to the electricity gremlin? Uh, I think it's still rolling. It's still so it's in still the wires somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the one that made the call to the lawnmower man, bro. Oh, it's all, it yep, comes it all comes back on itself. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> so um, then uh, the leader of the SWAT team was Hank from Breaking Bad. The one who yeah. like shoots and he's like, that one moved. Yes, I love like it's just like <laughs> a, a blister pops or something yeah. and then he shoots down. It's just like these great yeah. little the little punches of things that, that the movie does really well. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's like when, when, when people reference like punching up comedies, like they talk about like where, anywhere can I add a joke? Yeah. They did that with this, even though it's not really a, co- I mean, it is. Oh, it's 100% a comedy. It's a total um, absurd comedy, but it's unabashedly. So like I said, and it's great. Uh, and I still don't think they don't skimp on when it's scary, like it jumping out from and killing the guys that were mocking it. Yeah. That comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's vicious. They're scary little creatures. It's awesome. Yeah. I love gremlins it's too. Goopy and scary and Goofy. Goofy and Gizmoy. Gremlins All one or two. I know Marianne's answer. Uh I one. Two's great. I love two, but one is is definitely better. I think you gotta go with one. As much reverence as I have for two, but I think they're a great pair. Like I love the pair of these together. Yeah, like this is, here's this great movie, and here's what this movie could have been, but is by itself also great. Yes, and it's the same people doing it, so that's the other thing, is like they're having fun with themselves, it's not somebody else trying to tweak their things or well, shit Chris on it. Well, Columbus didn't write that one. No, but Joe Dante directed it. Yeah. So, sweet. Yeah. Next week? Next week. Next week. First movie <clears throat> for you... To talk about to me. All right, first movie. I was vamping. 
take the stairs, take the stairs. For God's sake, take the stairs. <laughs> That's on this poster. Uh, this movie is called The Lift. I'm going to guess that it's British. Nope. Seriously? It's not. <laughs> it's Dutch. Oh, okay. maybe it'll be good. This is arguably the most popular horror movie from the Netherlands ever made. I right, love me some Netherlands movies. Uh, okay, so on the cover here we have a little girl holding a dolly in front of an elevator that is almost closed, but there's a hand. Is this like a below. cart that you use to move furniture, or is this a toy? A little girl. Can I, can I look at it? A cart to move furniture. I want to be clear what we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. You know what? Use Wait. your imagination. It went, off. it went off. Where do you see a cart? No. <laughs> I missed something here. I said she's holding her little dolly. Oh. Oh, uh, yes. A dolly. Yeah. So what are we going to, what's this movie going to be? Let's start with Marianne. Marianne, what is the lift about? What are you going to see when you watch The Lift? I don't know. I'm going to say it's going to be something like paranormal. Okay. Justin? Uh, it seems like it's going to be um, one of those movies that's kind of like response. Um, you know, because Europe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually go serious on this one. It's going to be nice and weird, I think. Yeah. Um, Europe has a lot of history, right? So, you know... Uh, here in the states we mostly like all of our old buildings we tore them down and built new ones Mm -hmm. and we tore those down and built new ones okay europe is very much like their culture you know you have you'll go there and you'll see things that are hundreds maybe you know a thousand years old potentially you know Um, we didn't even have buildings old enough to tear down that are like the same age as their buildings i know but i'm saying in a hundred in 500 years we won't have that either because like they were all torn down to make other buildings. Okay, got it. But they <laughs> preserved them. So my guess is that this is it, by the cover. It looks very late seventies, early eighties. Um, I my guess is this is a response to the urbanization to the, um, you know the si- the skyscrapers, as it will, and the modernization. Uh, and so it's like an urban horror. My guess is there's a monster in the elevator, uh, and it's all just like anti-urbanization uh, and moderner- modernity. That was, that was way more in-depth than my answer. <laughs> all right. Sometimes on this when, podcast, I'm smart. So when was this movie I'm made? sometimes I'm like, hey, that guy looks like the grandpa. <laughs> uh... That's my, weird. Uh, my kids were watching Rugrats the other day. And, Great. And my wife pointed out that uh, my dad now looks like Grandpa Pickles. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, now, maybe my favorite joke from um, the from the Rugrats is the grandpa like walks in the door and the mom uh, was like, uh, do you have fun? Uh, and he was like, uh we were playing Russian. I was playing Russian roulette with my friends, and they were like, "She was like, did you win?" And he goes, "I don't think you know what Russian roulette is." <laughs> this is it's like this is a children's cartoon. That's Grandpa Pickles said that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, second movie? Second movie of the night. Uh, <laughs> so it's funny when you see like two names, like, oh, those are people, and the third name is like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> James Marshall, Naomi Watts, Eric Thal. Your next stop is hell. The Shaft. Oh, that sounds dirty. So this is, uh, my guess, is the American adaptation, therefore terrible. That's usually how these things go. (laughs) They're not always terrible, but this one probably is. They usually are terrible. Well, the one uh, girl with the dragon tattoo, that wasn't terrible. Yep, that wasn't wasn't the European guy who directed it. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But here we go. So first off, they have a little boy instead of a little girl standing in front of the elevator. Can I look at it? So right off the bat, less scary. Little okay. girls, ten percent more scary than little boys. Okay. And he's not holding anything. You can't see his arms. Nope. Uh, he's just like a small, amorphous child. Yeah, like blob. the little girl at least was like a little creepy. Mm-hmm. And then the elevators are open, and there's a skull in there. Not as creepy as the hands. It's hand. like glowing. Yeah. Mm-mm. So this is going to be like, this is going to be more jump scary kind of like, ah, gotcha, gotcha kind of thing where, and I don't think it will, it'll completely miss the point of what I'm expecting to be a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, high expectations set forth, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Marianne, what else you got for us? Um, I never have high expectations from the films that are picked. So <laughs> That was not a punchline. Justin, what else you got for us? <laughs> I didn't know you were in the throat tour. I know. I thought it was surprising. I think you should have just ended with her laugh. Mm. But then you you talked over it. Oh. So 